<clears throat> hey, welcome back to Crimes and Closets. This is Christy in my closet in St. Louis. And this is Beth in Christy's closet in St. Louis. What? <laughs> I am here for the first time in four years. Hiya. I know. I'm so excited. We have been having the best afternoon sitting by my pool, having a drink and chatting. Yes. And dinner with the hubbies. We went to dinner with the hubbies. We have had the best evening ever. Yes. Great food. So, oh, yes. We went to Yaya's. Anyone in the local area of Yaya's? <laughs> it was so good. And we had dessert when we got home. It was delicious. And here we are. And we're so excited for the last serial oh killer goodness. of the month. It's so fantastic. And we have a live tonight. So who wants to hang out with us? Come to our YouTube, please. Yes, because it's, be so it's not going to be us virtually with each other. It'll only be us together virtually with you. And maybe our husbands will <gasps> make a yes, it's possible. cameo. Yeah. yeah, they might be here. You think? Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> see if we can convince them they're having so much fun together. Yes. <laughs> Outside of us. So that's yeah. so fun. But Yeah. We are so happy to have you guys for this happy Monday. Oh, we didn't say happy Monday. Happy Monday. That's because it's not a happy Monday because it's serial killers all month. But it's the end of the end. I know, but still. We did it. We're done. We're Daniel. Oh, we're high done. Five. Oh, high five. <gasps> virtual, not Woo! virtual high five. Actually, in-person high five. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. We're so happy to have you guys and do the end of serial killer september we cannot wait for you guys to join us if you haven't followed our youtube this morning is your morning yes for sure you have a bunch of um serial killers to binge if you haven't joined us before and you also have a live that you can join us for so tune in 7 p.m central 7 yeah. p.m central 8 p.m eastern what is that like 5 p.m Pacific. I don't know. I we love. That we love you. It's so much fun. Come join us, please. We love you. And it's going to be a, a super fun night. Yes. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know. Who knows? Just just come join us. You'll find out then. Yes. Happy Monday. Okay. Thank you so much. And we're going to do our last serial killer, female serial killer coming at you right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. We have finally reached our final serial killer episode. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I am so, I don't know what that little song was, but I am so excited. <laughs> Just like Superman or like <laughs> save the day. I don't know. Things like that. <laughs> the um, end of September is here. We made no, it. <laughs> we, did. we made it. It's been quite well, a ride. Almost. almost. <laughs> yes, this is <laughs> the final one. Go. Yes. Um, and don't forget our live tonight, guys. Just so you know. Um, we will, we, we've posted all of the times and everything. So just be there. It's on YouTube. Um, uh -huh. and Beth is finally in the loo with me. Yay. Which is exciting. Uh -huh. Um, so just not be right fun. now when we're recording, but when you're hearing this, we are yes. together. Yes. When you're hearing this, we're together. And for the live, we will be together. So yeah, we will. Okay. All right. So this is the last serial killer. And it was also very interesting. I, would hesitate to say it was fun, but 
nothing is fun when it comes to researching this, but it just was fun in a different way. And you'll understand why in a minute. Okay. This is our last female serial killer. This one is known as the first female serial killer in Nebraska. So Nebraska, Nebraska. Huh. There are a total of five murderers in Nebraska. When I looked it up, like, I think as of like current day, like total, there's been five murderers in the state of Nebraska. Two of which were serial killers. Oh my gosh. Wow. But clearly one of them is the subject of this episode. And the other one was like, just barely a serial killer. Like basically two or three people just to get the definition of serial killer. This one was slightly more than that. So, Oh, okay. And also, this will not be as long as typical episodes just because it's a really old case and there's not a ton mm-hmm. of information out there. Um, in fact, I was just telling Beth that I got all of it from newspapers.com, which is like archives Our favorite, of, new favorite site. Yes. <laughs> archives of actual newspapers from back in the day, like that somebody scanned in and mm-hmm. or somehow, or they were from microfiche maybe that got, I don't know, who knows right. how they're in here, but they're literally the original newspapers. And, it's fun to kind of read through those because they kind of do them a lot differently than they do now. I don't even. Well, I, can, even I don't even know it yet, but I'm a hundred percent sure that I don't know this case. Yeah. No, I I don't know if anybody knows this case. Honestly, it's just not a serial killer that became famous. Yeah. So, um. Okay. So you'll have to bear with me because at times it's even sometimes confusing. I think I, I I've organized it in a way where it won't be, but for me it was like, how was this person related and did we mention this person already? And some okay. sources had people and some didn't. Anyway, kind of interesting. So, all right. Let's see. Okay. So this was suggested by Robin on Facebook. Okay. And she is the great niece of this serial killer. What? Yes. So she research, researches it clearly because she's just like, I, this is part of my family history. I want to know. And Wow. Yeah. Robin, thank you for trusting us with this case. Oh, my gosh. For real. I've been in contact with her some on Instagram, and she, like, they have a book that is her, like, a family book, heritage mm-hmm. book, and she sent me, like, screenshots, or not screenshots, but pictures of blurbs that gave me some information for wow very cool all right i am holding on to my pants okay so we are going to talk about della Sorensen. della yes della name it is it is a cool name and i don't know that it's short for anything because she's always just been called della and everything so Mm -hmm. della will confess to killing a total of seven people Mm. she is believed to have attempted to kill several more than that Okay. Della Seidel was born on February 16th, 1897 in Farwell, Nebraska. Farwell is about two and a half hours west of Omaha. You know how I like to like put it in terms of like where Uh people actually know things are because I'm like, I don't know where Farwell is. Della met and married Joe Weldom in 1915 when she was 18 years old. Okay. The couple had two daughters together, Margaret and Minnie, and they lived in a farm somewhere near, maybe in or just outside of St. Liberty, Nebraska, or Library. It's just down the road from Farwell. Basically, they stayed like within like 10 minutes of like different areas. 
Um, for a short period of time, Della worked at a doctor's office, and it's unclear what Joe did for a living. For all I know, he just worked the farm. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe he was just a farmer. Yeah, I don't know. Minnie died, they're one of their oh. daughters, on September 7th, 1920, of St. Vitus Dance. All right. I'm that? assuming you looked that up, because yes. what? <laughs> I was just going to say, if you're like me... You have never heard of that and probably never would until this episode. St. Vitus or Vitus. It's V-I-T-U-S. Okay. It's now called Sydenham's or no, Sydenham's Coria, which I believe he, I know, Why change it? Why? I mean, these are really weird words, guys. I don't know. (laughs) Well, like the dance one is literally because there was a dance that people used to do outside of this, like statue and so because of the way this disease is they called it a dance but then now this okay. is named after i think the Sounds guy like who a did... tiktok yeah <laughs> i think it's now named after the guy who did maybe more research on it all right so, anyway that's just basically when you have rapid uncoordinated jerking movements that primarily affect the face hands and feet it's an autoimmune disease that is a result of having streptococcus and 20 to 30 percent of people who have had rheumatic fever within a few weeks to six months will develop symptoms. The symptoms can take weeks to subside and can come back, but a lot of times it doesn't come back. And looking it up now, it doesn't seem like something that people die from. Okay. But back in the day, people died from things that we don't die from now. Right. So of course. Who knows? Anyways. About two weeks later, on September 20th, 1920, Joe also dies. So her husband oh. so passes away. So rough, rough couple weeks for the Weldoms. Mm-hmm. His brother, Joe's brother, was in town at the time because Joe had been ill for a little bit. I don't know, a few days to a week or whatever. And so he came to just kind of check on him. And while he's there, he passes away. And so after he dies, his brother stays with Della to help her around the farm for a few months because he's like, well, I feel bad. Now she's got. We don't know what Joe died from. Oh, not at this point. I see. (laughs) Okay. At this moment, no. Okay. Okay. He, the brother, describes Della as, it's so funny how people describe people back then because oh i know I, I felt like that in the case last week when i was like giving all these quotes and like the words and the way they would say things it was like yeah <laughs> it's now, just hilarious i should preface right now with the fact that i use terminology from back in 1920 okay throughout this entire episode so don't get on me about okay calling things what they are not it's not politically correct now okay to say Okay. Okay. Because I, you, you, this story has to be told in the way that it, to me, that's okay. just my opinion. But anyways, okay. Fair. So, so there's your trigger. Yes. Yes. Okay. So he describes her as agreeable. Great. Mm-hmm. A good cook and housekeeper and pleasant when callers came. Okay. She's a hostess with the mostess. Yes, she is. This description, like I said, is a bit different from hearing our more more recent cases. I'm pretty sure you would just say, hey, I lit up the room. Although she didn't oh. die, so I shouldn't. They, maybe they wouldn't have said that about that. Yeah. I was like, guys, are anyway. we Team Bella? I'm going yeah, to No, we're not Team We're <laughs> okay. not Team Bella. Okay. So in 1922, the Weldom home was destroyed in a fire of unknown origins. Okay. So their farm was burned down. 
goodness. Same here. I know. She is just like, she's having a really rough time. That same year, Della would marry Emmanuel Sorensen on May 23rd, 1922. Emmanuel was Robin's grandfather's brother. So Robin is our listener. Okay. Okay. So that's where they're related. I see. So they had children. Yes. Mm -hmm. They had a daughter in 1923 named Pauline Dolores. But at 29 days old, Pauline died. No. Her cause of death was listed as intestinal obstruction and convulsions. Oh. Their second daughter, LaVon, came along in 1924. At this point, the family lives in Dannenberg. Da- nope, not Dannenberg. Dannebrog, mm-hmm. Nebraska, which again is just down the road, like I said, because they didn't mm-hmm. move very far. Dan and Brog is a Danish name. I don't know why I had to look this up. Well, actually, it said it when I looked up what, like, where Dan and Brog was. Mm-hmm. It's a Danish name for the flag of Denmark, okay. which is interesting because I believe that's, well, not believe, that's where the family lineage comes from, Denmark. Oh, because The okay. book that she gave me excerpts from is a book called Sorensen's Denmark to America. Oh, America. okay. That's why I found this interesting. So anyway. Also, just really quick. So she – the. She had two daughters with the first husband. Yes. One of them died, so there's another one. Margaret. An older daughter. Okay, I'm just, mm-hmm. just keeping yes. track of the children. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It gets confusing. People are dying all over the place. I just want to know right. who's still present and accounted so, for. First husband, one child from first marriage, died. She brings Margaret into her second marriage, has two children with Emmanuel, one of which dies. So now she's okay. still got two children, Margaret and Levon. Okay. Two daughters. Okay. All right. So, okay. So it's, uh, the name of the town is the name of the flag of De- or Danish for the name of the flag of Denmark and has a population of 303 people according to the 2010 census. So it's still a very small town Yeah, and it's a total of 0.37 square miles. So okay, cute. <laughs> even very smaller, like square feet or miles wide. Okay. In April of tw- 1925, when Levon was only a year old, Della at the age of 28 was arrested for poisoning a few neighbor children. Uh, what? Uh-huh. So, of course, at this point, all the death, the deaths in the peop- of the people in Della's lives, life is questioned. Like, okay, sure, should we go back and look at this? So, not long after this, after she's arrested, Della would confess to seven seven mur- murders that she's known for. Okay. Every, everyone, I'm sorry, why, I don't know why I can't get these words out today. Everyone was shocked when this happened because they said she obviously loved children and always invited friends over and they bring your kids, you know. She, yeah, she's the hostess with the mostess. Pleasant when callers came, <laughs> all that. So several of which of these friends would bring their children and then they would die shortly after their visits with her. That is terrible. Why mm-hmm. is she t- poisoning children? I I don't know that we we even have the answer to that honestly. Oh my like, gosh. But okay, so one of which was Ruth Brock. Christina Brock, which is Ruth's mother, had been visiting with a friend of hers, and Della was also there. And just days before that, Della had buried her one-year-old child, so mm-hmm. one daughter that mm-hmm. died. And she was fussing over Ruth and telling you know. Christina, how cute she was, blah, 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 blah. And this baby at this point is 18 days old. 18 days old. Oh, a newborn. Mm-hmm. 
So later that day, Ruth gets sick and with hour, <gasps> within hours dies. Oh my gosh, an 18-day-old baby? Mm-hmm. She yes. poisoned? Mm-hmm. What kind of freaking monster? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Robin. No, I, no, she is a monster. Sorry about your auntie. Um, so other cases that were related to or close to Della were reopened to try and determine if she had poisoned other people. They believed back in the day that she had poisoned 10 people over the course of a seven-year period and only seven of them died. Oh, my gosh. I think it maybe could have been more than that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I believe it was one of the attempted murders that got her caught. So, like, one of these kids that got sick okay. but actually recovered, they maybe called the police, and then that's how this, like, investigation got rolling. But it's not really very clear as to how it's, okay. like, what brought them to say, hey, Della. We're Let's arrest her. Arrest yeah. yeah. Okay. So the two children that survived – at one point, they found poison in their system, and with how quickly they got sick, they just put it together that Della must have been – this is my opinion, that Della must have been the person that did it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she was there. Nobody else was there. They got right. sick. And then, like – well, She's, but, like, the common denominator. Like, this right. is the person they were around just before becoming, like, deathly ill. Exactly. And so, anyways, it gets found out that she had been using strychnine – in okay. candy, cookies, drinks, or whatever she could get it into oh, the strychnine. Even is that like rat? What is that? Okay. Yes. Okay. We, okay. We good. Say rat so poison. Okay. So, yeah. so strychnine is a white, odorless, bitter powder that is a strong poison. It causes muscle spasms, cramps, stiffness, and tightness in muscles and limbs. So the people that are dying after convulsions. Oh. Okay. Many of the people, like I said, had convulsions just before they died. And Della said that her first husband had bought the strychnine to kill rats. But then she admitted to buying some more strychnine from a different pharmacy. And when they questioned that store owner, he would confirm with records that Della had purchased 60 grains of strychnine, which is within full compliance. Apparently, there was a law about this of the law Mm -hmm. to buy to kill rats. But one-fifteenth of one grain is a fatal dose. Oh, my gosh. You just have to, like, walk by it. I I mean, essentially. I mean, she had enough to kill hundreds of people, essentially. She has 60 grains and only one-sixteenth or one-fifteenth of one grain is fatal. Whoa. Okay. So after her arrest, Emmanuel, her husband, realized that there were a couple of times a couple of years earlier that he thinks maybe she had tried to poison him because he remembers getting sick and whatever. Mm -hmm. Similar symptoms to all the other people. And one of the times he remembers that he accidentally took some medicine that was meant for their daughter, Margaret, which is the one that survived her first marriage. Mm -hmm. And he fell ill after drinking this or taking this medicine and so he likely saved margaret's life at that point right well yeah i don't know how people survived any of it like the ones that did survive like he survived a couple of times like how if it was such a strong poison unless it was like they didn't ingest enough of it or maybe Mm -hmm. they got sick after and got rid of it i don't know i don't know how some people survived and some people did mm-hmm. but especially anyway. kids too because right. they're so little yeah so how did she give it to the baby like if the mom was there the whole time and she was just playing with the little 18 day old baby would she, she just, just like have it on her finger and stick it in her mouth or something ew yes you are correct 
that's how she did it. Gosh. Okay. So on April 20th, 1925, in the Omaha Daily News, her full confession that she gave and signed was printed in the newspaper. Heck yes. Yes. That was like the most fascinating article. Put her on blast. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of it. Okay. And so a lot of what I'm about to say, again, came from her mouth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's what she said. So we're going back to 1918, which was three years after she married Joe, her first husband. Her, his sister was visiting them from Scotia, Nebraska, which is about 40 minutes away from them. Della said she had it in for his sister because she had always been running down her reputation. So she decided she was going to kill three of her children to get back at them. Oh, Della. Viola was her first victim. They had brought some candy with them, and Della put some poison in it and fed it to the child. She became very ill, had convulsions, and died shortly after. Viola's death certificate, I don't know how old Viola was, but she was a kid. Her death certificate did state that it was death by poisoning. That's what the medical examiner said. But nothing was ever done, and no one was ever questioned that I can find. So, like, it's almost like he had her right there. Well, I mean, would they have figured it out in that moment? I mean, maybe because they were visiting her and whatever. But it's like the medical examiner wrote that on there, didn't point it out. No one read it. And so they just kind of like didn't investigate, I guess. Anyway, but imagine, like you said, if they had had her right there, all the lives that could have been saved. Yeah. Someone had followed up on that statement on her death certificate. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the summer of 1920, Miss Wilhelmina Weldon, which was Joe's mother, I believe she was living with them. She was poisoned. She poisoned her in her medication and stated that she did it because she was a feeble and childish woman. Oh, my gosh. September 7th, 1920 was when she put poison in her three-year-old daughter Minnie's water. Oh, little Minnie. She said that she was suffering from St. Vitus dance and there was nothing she could do for her. So it was like she was just putting her out of her misery. Although when you look at that, right, disease, it doesn't seem like it's something that was miserable. Clearly, I don't have it. I don't know. But if there's symptoms that over time can go away and essentially subside, Mm -hmm. then anyway, but who knows? Okay. September 20th, 1920. She had a fight with her husband, Joe, and she said, I had it in for him and poisoned his medication. I did see another article that said she received $2,000 life insurance payout for this debt, but other ones I didn't see. Wow. So that would have been a lot. Yeah, back then for sure. Yeah, tens of thousands. Yeah. On August 20th, it says 2022, but clearly that's not that. No. It's 1922. (laughs) 1922. Uh Her late husband's sister, again, the one who she killed Viola, the first one. Gosh, yes. Was visiting again. And clearly, she no one had suspected her of poisoning all of these people. Otherwise, she wouldn't be visiting sure. Della again. Della poisoned her four-month-old Clifford, <laughs> son Clifford's Baby. child by putting, um, basically having it on her finger and like putting it on his tongue. And that was for further revenge on her sister-in-law for putting down her reputation or running down her reputation. Gosh. She also put poison in his sister Bessie's bread and butter. 
Clifford grew ill and died, but Bessie became ill and recovered. Wow. So, remember, she said, I'm going to kill three of her kids. Yeah. She got two. Okay. Then on February 13th, 1923, she had another child with her new husband, Emmanuel. That was Pauline Dolores. Mm-hmm. Pauline made her nervous and irritable, so she put poison in her mouth, and she died on her first birthday. Oh, my gosh, because she made her nervous Mm -hmm. and in a bad mood. Hello, Mm -hmm. ma'am. Yes. So this was the baby that she had buried and then a week later poisoned the 18-day-old baby. Oh, my gosh. She is absolutely despicable. Why is she doing this? Yeah. These are babies. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's children. These are babies, infants, some of them, like mm-hmm. four months old, 18 days old. 18 days, yeah. And she said that she poisoned the 18-day-old because the mother did not care for it. I mean, I don't even know how she knew that. The but. mother didn't care for her baby? Mm-hmm. Which I don't is not true. This woman's off her rocker. Well, I mean, literally is. So yeah. we'll, we'll get there. There were a couple of other poisoning instances that came to light after she was arrested. And I'm not sure if one of those were the reasons that she got caught. Because again, I said it's not clear. But in the fall of 1924, just months before she was arrested, she poisoned Erwin Knott's two children, one a one-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. She gave them chocolate with poison in it. She had gone over to their house, and when their mother left the room for a bit, she poisoned them, and she said it was because their father stole her wine and she wanted to get even with it. Della, you can't be killing people's children because they take your liquor. Mm-mm. No, I agree. Mrs. Theodore Peterson was the daughter of one of Della's neighbors, and her two sons, Aldrich, Aldrich and Theodore Jr., had grown ill after eating candy given to them by Della as well. They recovered after vomiting, and their doctor is adamant that these children were not poisoned, that they just had a stomach virus. But I do believe they ended up sending their saliva for testing and did find that there was strychnine in it, but I'm mm-hmm. not 100% sure on that. Their mother said that Della did inquire about the children and their illness on a telephone conversation that they had. So she was kind of like thinking that she was digging, like, did they, mm-hmm. what's wrong with them? Are they okay? What happened? Mm-hmm. It would be quite a coincidence if she did not poison Right. Them. So, but she doesn't mention them being... One, some of the kids that she put, you know, like she okay. did admit to the other two because the dad stole the wine. She didn't never admit it to these, but anyway. Okay. Della did say in her confession that her husband threw the remaining poison in a creek by their house before the police could find it. So. Emmanuel he, did? Yes. Oh, so like you think he knew? And well, like was trying to cover for her? Well, maybe after she got arrested, he was just kind of like, uh-oh, she's in trouble. Like, let me get rid of this so it's not something that's in our house. But mm-hmm. I don't know that – I don't think he knew that she was doing this all along. No. Okay. I don't. I don't have any indication of that. Okay. Um, But who knows? I mean, I guess that's always a possibility. Yeah. But he said that she tried to poison him, and he didn't really realize it. Yeah, looking back, he like, oh, she's poisoning people? I think that happened to me too. I could totally see that, yeah. Yeah, so Della was evaluated, and I quote, again, declared insane by the Lunacy Commission. Wow, the Lunacy Commission. Those were the words in the newspaper article. That would be a great job for me. (laughs) (laughs) If I 
I were if I were alive back then, oh, there, that's okay. just so you know, yeah, that's what I'd that's be true. doing. That's true. It was determined. So, okay, here's where we get like what's going on here. It was determined right, that she had the mentality of an eight to nine year old child. Mm, okay. She was officially diagnosed with homicidal mania, which is mm-hmm. the mental illness where people have irrational desires to kill people. I've okay. never heard that word before, but it's um, determined that Della would not be charged in any of mm-hmm. these cases because of her mental state. And doctors at the time said this mania likely went back generations in her family and should have been caught sooner. She was mm-hmm. likely exhibiting signs as a child, but no one noticed and therefore never sought help. So she's clearly very mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. She would be sent to Ingleside Hospital and in some places called Hastings Hospital, as I think that the name changed to that mm-hmm. at some point back in the day. And it was also, it was an insane asylum, according to the newspapers. Mm-hmm. That's how they labeled yeah. it, because back in the day, that's what it was called. Yes. The hospital opened around the 1900s. They were the first state hospital to stop using physical restraints on their patients. Mm-hmm. They adopted a more home-like atmosphere. So, okay. like. You just kind of, it was like a different house that you lived in, essentially. Mm-hmm. Della had basically begged to be sent there to avoid getting the electric chair. Mm. She insisted she wanted to go there to be cured so that she could go back to her family. There were, a, I read this in one article, but then in another, like, historical, like, fact sheet about the hospital, it said they didn't let women in until 1944, except for, like, a few years, because clearly they let her in. Mm-hmm. But it, one of my articles said that there was 30 other women in the facility with similar mm-hmm. diagnoses that they happened to, I think, catch before they could kill. Okay. I guess. But I don't know. So I don't know which one's accurate or not. Did they not let women in or they just – the few times that they did, they let a whole bunch because there's 30 in. Right. Anyway. Della checked into the hospital on April 19th, 1925, and she spent the first 10 days in bed resting. And then after that, she was assigned some light household duties, which I'm sure she was great at since she was labeled as a great cook and housekeeper. Mm -hmm. As soon as she got there, she wanted to talk to the doctor about the poisonings, but after that was encouraged not to talk about it at all. I'm sure it was like a way of like therapy or something Mm. to just be like, let's move past this and not talk about it. Like if you fixate on it, then you won't ever. (laughs) Which is literally the opposite of therapy. (laughs) I know, I know. Therapy, but, we fixate on everything. Well, and clearly, like, you need to talk things out to get to the root of it. Blah, blah, right. blah, but, like, clearly back in the day, they're like, hey, sure. stop talking about it so you don't yeah. Okay, You're pretty scary, Della, and we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So the doctors there said it was rare for patients like her to recover and ever be discharged. But she right. was, like, kind of convinced that she would get better and go back to her mm-hmm. family. Her family was able to eventually start to visit her once a month if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they did or not. I think they probably did, but anyway. Okay. After her committal, Emmanuel said that he would never marry again, and he did not. Okay. He did struggle with taking care of the girls, Margaret from Della's first marriage, and their daughter, Levon. So he ended up bringing them to Elim, Elim Lutheran Children's Home in Elkhorn, Iowa. All right. Nothing is known about Margaret after that. Nobody can find anything. So we don't know if she's still alive, where she went. Oh, my gosh. Even Robin? 
Robin, no. our listener, that that's their family. So. Wow. No. Um, and I want to say one of the kids that she in the articles or not the articles, the snippets of the book that she sent me. I want to say that she said that. No. Oh, until I found this book, none of us were aware that there was a Margaret from her first marriage. Oh, wow. So anyway, I did find an article on newspapers.com that mentioned Margaret. Okay. So, but anyway, she had said before that she didn't know that she even existed. So, huh. Okay. So let me see. I'm sorry. I lost my place. No one knows what happened to Margaret. Okay. No one knows what happened to Margaret. LaVon did. There was record of LaVon living in California as an adult and dying in 1988. Okay. Emmanuel died in 1933. So not really long after, like eight years after um, Della went into the hospital Mm -hmm. from complications of diabetes. Okay. Della would remain in the hospital until her death on June 24th, 1941. Mm -hmm. And we don't know. Robin has said she asked me if I could find a cause of death. I wasn't able to see anything. Um, How there... old would she have been? So she like was in her 1997, 41, 44. Young. Yeah. All right. Right. Um, and Robin's never been able to find out what, what the cause of death is. There are records, it says online, that you can view in the library there mm-hmm. about this hospital but there's nowhere online that you can request records. Okay. And Nebraska, when I was looking at it, you have to be like, uh, you can request death certificates from like your husband, sister, like, you know, like, Uh whatever, you know, like your immediate. It's not something we would have access to essentially. And I don't even know that Robin would because technically or great aunt, whatever. So, wow. So I don't know what she died of. She was buried on the grounds of the hospital. Robin has gone to those grounds and the building is still there and was used for other things after it was closed in 1978. Um, She said she did go into the back where the cemetery is and that there are only like a few stones. They're just like little stones on the ground. They're not like sticking up or anything. And it has just a number on them. And it's like the patient number. Oh, yeah. Or that's sad dates or anything. Um, and she couldn't find Della's. She knew her, she knows her patient number. She was mm-hmm. given her patient number, but she couldn't find her stone. Hmm. Um, anyways, and that is the case of Della Sorensen. I tell you what, that is some scary stuff. Isn't it? I mean, I feel bad for her mental illness. We always say this. This is like mm-hmm. a running theme. We feel bad for the trauma and the mentally ill part. Mm-hmm. Having a mentality of eight to nine kind of makes sense honestly because like when you're young like that like when you're little not everyone Mm -hmm. obviously but like I can see a mentally unstable eight or nine year old being like oh my gosh he took my wine I'm totally killing his kids like to be dramatic like that or whatever you know it's like it's not it's not sane it's not normal but a mentally unstable and developmentally handicapped person yes you know what I'm saying like It makes more sense to me, I guess. Before I was like, why would she be doing this? Like, it makes right. no She's sense. An awful, awful person. But right. And she was. Still, still, <laughs> yeah. is. still is. Right. But 
Yeah. There right. Was... It just at least gives a little bit of an explanation, I guess, into her headspace and like mm-hmm. all of that. Um, also, that whole uh, don't take candy from strangers is totally because of Della. <laughs> Well, but <laughs> like, she wasn't a stranger to half these people. Well, yes. True, right. That's so true. Oh my gosh. Not half Always. these people, all of them. Right. Yeah. That is so scary. These poor children, that poor elderly mother-in-law, like mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of the people she poisoned that did not die did not have, you know, a good experience with Della. Like, man. What? Who is this woman? Where has she been hiding? How come nobody talks about her? I know. I feel like she would be like one of those, I don't know, some sort of date, not a dateline. You know, she needs like, like a, they would put her, put a spectacular name or something. Like, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. pretend to do one, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Killer, but like, they would give her something like that. Like, yeah, I think she did have a name, honestly, but I, I can totally ignore those because I don't like to even... Oh, I know. The only reason I mention them is because sometimes if you're going to look up more information, you kind of need that sometimes. Well, good luck with this one because really literally the only thing – know everything I want to know about her. Well, yeah, because the only thing I found that was like on the internet was the find a grave. Like it gives like at least her birth date and her date of death. And then all the other stuff we got on newspapers.com, but we pay for a subscription for that. And that's the only way I was able to actually access those articles. So like – right. I, I don't think you would – I mean, yes, I'm sure there's probably something out there that – like mm-hmm. on Murderpedia, like a blurb right. of something. But like, yeah. And no a- documentaries. Like you said, no datelines. That is wild. Man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell you, these serial killers that we have ha- – it's always crazy to do women anyway. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in particular, with the exception of the Dorothea one. Mm-hmm. These have been very, very interesting people, like mm-hmm. interesting cases, interesting. Like if you suggested one to us this month, good job mm-hmm. because I have – I hate serial killer September as we all know. I haven't hated it as bad this month. No. Like I haven't had the nightmares. I've been very intrigued um, to learn to research them and to like hear you – talk about them this has been an okay month (laughs) well and you know what specifically i can't i'm I'm for some reason blanking on one of yours but um the two that i did dorothea and della they weren't gory right like they were they poison not that it makes it any better but it Mm -hmm. wasn't like extremely gory uh, right stories yeah women do often that's their yeah Mm -hmm. women like to poison mine kelly cochran oh yeah yeah Mm-hmm. And then um, Delphine. So we have t- three Ds too. I was thinking about that earlier. Oh, yeah. Dorothea, Delphine, and Della. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Statistically, female serial killers' names start with D. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we just can't. I'll tell you, we can look that up and talk mm-hmm. about it in the live tonight. Mm-hmm. You guys mm-hmm. come hang out with us on YouTube. Don't forget. Yes. Yes. Um. We're going to be together in one place, so it's not even virtual for us, and we're we're all super excited about that, and it's a great way to end Serial Killer September. It's end. We did it. That's a wrap. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
12 whole months we get to go or 11 (laughs) before we have to start doing it again. Um, Thank you guys so much for hanging in with us. Thank you, Christy, for that case. Thank you, Robin. Mm -hmm. Very crazy. Totally dig you. You seem like a crime fan like we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have survivors over on the Patreon feed that we've been doing all month and people have really enjoyed those. Those are also really interesting cases. Like, Mm Very, very, um, it's been, it's been an okay month. We survived. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that many nightmares. Um, we did great, I think. (laughs) So look at us. Um, so we're heading into October. So you guys are going to have to stick with us. We've got a fun October coming up. We always do something special at the end for Halloween. So, um, we just appreciate y'all so much and we'll see you tonight on YouTube and you guys can tell us what you think of all of these serial killers and Della and um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Come find us on social media. Um, if you like us, write a review. I haven't said that in a while. We mm-hmm. we don't get them as often as we would like to. They always make us happy except the ones that don't. <laughs> and if that's you you can just move on <laughs> to another <laughs> podcast and you don't have to it's okay you don't have to tell us no it's fine mm-hmm. we don't mind criticism as long as it's not mean <laughs> yes that's what okay so i've been telling you that i wanted to say this for a really long time and now you've just given me my segue but um we don't mind hearing if you've got um constructive criticism, mm-hmm. uh, suggestions of how to do things a little bit differently to, you know, whatever. However, when you come at us and say, oh, this is awful. They talk too much and blah, 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 blah. Like, whatever. There's just certain things that just, fine. Don't go don't to another to, podcast. You don't need to listen to us. There are so many out there that mm-hmm. you, that will suit your needs. Clearly, we are not it. And it's totally fine. We are not insulted by the fact that you don't like the way we do things. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why people have to cut you down. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to give you constructive criticism and be nice right. about it. When you cut you down, it's like, just walk away. You don't have to, Seriously. Don't have to say that. So it's fine. Anyway, what? that's They're it. called trolls. So, that's what mm-hmm. my son tells me. Okay. Well. Yeah, I was telling him about this one review that we got a while back <laughs> ago. I don't even remember what it said now. And he was like, Mom, you have a troll. <laughs> like, all right. Just a person yeah. that goes on the internet just to be controversial and like hateful. Yeah. Yep. So we know that's not you guys. Thank you so much. So if you do have some kind words to say or some constructive feedback, come at, come come tell us. We love it. Um Anyway, that's all that there is. We'll see you tonight. Thank you so much. We love you. Goodbye, Serial Killer September. And always remember, the world is scary, especially serial killers. Hide in your closet. Remember, y'all, the world is scary. People suck. Hide in your closets.